I'd like to welcome everybody to our very first episode of Conversations with the Father. Uh, I'm super excited about being able to record this. Me and my dad kind of been game planning this thing for months, and it's finally come to fruition. I'm so happy about this. Uh, I got my dad here. He's going to be my co-host pretty much, you know, the whole basis of conversation with the father. So say what's up, dad. Hey. hey. Uh, so pretty much what conversations is a, with the father is about. It's about the conversations me and my dad have, uh, you know, stuff about life in general. Uh, but we also always, you know, have a sound grounding of it being a religious aspect. So, you know, whether we're dealing with something, we're talking about finances, talking about marriage, talking about, you know, just the Bible in general, you know, we're always making God the focal point of what these conversations, what the Father is. Um, so I want to introduce this podcast to everybody, and I hope you guys like it, and I hope you guys can pull something from it. Uh, for me, it's about learning things as well, you know, biblically and applying it to my everyday life. So, um in this particular episode, what we're going to talk about is the FAQs about God, you know, facts and questions. I see a lot of stuff nowadays, Dad, on social networking, right. especially uh, that are misconceptions about, you know, what God is, who God is, uh, and things like that. And it kind of it, it's kind of disturbing at some point to where you want to intervene because you know these people have no knowledge about the Bible. It's right. all hearsay. Right. And, you know, what I want to do with this episode, more or less, is just kind of answer or debunk some of those myths that people have, you know, in regards to that. Right. And I've been hearing and seeing the same thing as well, uh, checking out some of the uh, social media conversations. But you know, before we have this conversation, we definitely want to begin with a word of prayer. So we want to invoke the Holy Spirit of God to be with us and guide us and direct us and help us as we look uh, to find answers ourselves and maybe provide answers for those who might be seeking. So, eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day and how you blessed us. And Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to praise your holy and righteous name. And so, God, even now as we come together to uh, find out, even though you're unsearchable, uh, Father God, that you give us an opportunity to hear from your precious Holy Spirit, to be led and guided in all truths of your word, Father God, because your word is truth. So guide us by your word, Father God, and protect us. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done and, and will continue to do in our lives. It's in Jesus' most precious name we do pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. So just how was your week, you know, upcoming week here? I had uh, this past week, we, uh, you know, I didn't really do nothing. I think we hung out, watched a couple football games and everything. Uh, but we was just talking about at work how down – the NFL is. They don't even like the interest. I don't. I don't, can't even tell you when I watch the Monday night football game. I don't watch the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. Right. Yeah, and I usually try to at least watch the Sunday night game, you know, being that I, I got a fantasy football team. So <laughs> I uh, I try to watch most of the games, you know, at least the, the uh, Sunday night game. And the Monday night games is hard to catch. Uh, because I don't have ESPN, <laughs> so 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, you know, just trying to catch up on the fantasy and uh, just things of that nature. And so, yeah, it's been good though. Yeah, I told you about the one app that I we actually end up getting. Uh, where we'd be betting, like doing a, like the little fantasy draft, like a five five player draft, where you can, you know, pick your pick your team and everything like that uh, from that, which is fun. You know, I find interesting that. So like only right now, I only watch the games because of fantasy football. Right. You know, other than that, I'm really not even interested into these games. So I'm trying to like I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the Colin Cap, the whole issue with the the national anthem, the protest. Or, you know, a bunch of these stars, it just seemed like it's boring right Right. Now. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think, that, you know, of course, we've been talking about that before, too, how the whole issue is kind of getting hijacked, and it was never about the flag or disrespecting the military, but somehow that message, the message has been uh, misconstrued <clears throat> to, uh, you know, somehow be – uh, made about the flag in the military. And when you have one of the uh, highest uh, leaders in the country making those types of statements, uh, you know, about calling, uh, you know, the players SOBs and, you know, then the whole message gets, uh, you know, turned around. And, and uh, you know, it's just a shame that someone who's supposed to have class and dignity in one of the highest offices in the land somehow uh, lowered himself and lowered the standard. But, you know, I think uh, the country kind of got what they asked for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother discussion. Yeah, and we'll, we'll make sure we'll bring that up at later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so getting into the main topic of what we're, you know, what we want to address today is, like I said, just the FAQs about God and the facts and questions and, you know, the misconceptions about God, you know, people's uh, reality or lack thereof, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of God. What I don't want people to get confused is with, um, you know, us talking about God and religion. People try to say, all right, you know, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Right. People give you kind of that, uh, that answer in different various ways, but it's like, okay, like me and you was talking about, what are you basing your spirituality off of? Right. You right. know, so if you want to just play into that and just kind of give some feedback into that, what are you basing that stuff off of? Right, because, I mean, if somebody, you know, if they, again, they say they're being spiritual, uh, you know, I'm not into religion, but I'm going to be spiritual. Okay, and again, that's, that. you know, that's a good question to ask. And, okay, what are you basing that spirituality on. Now, I remember, uh, you know, and I, and I don't mean to be controversial with this either, but during the time when, uh, you know, back, you know, and it's a well-known fact that I was on crack at one point, you know, for a long time, and I went to rehab, but they base spirituality on anything can be your higher power. You know, it could be a tree, it could be a rock, it could be, you know, a person that you know. That, to me, you know, they're saying, okay, that, you know, you can be spiritual in that way, just long as you look to someone other than yourself. But to me, there was nothing greater 
than God. There's no power greater than Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God. And so that's what I used, uh, you know, to to base my, to hold on to because God, you know, Jesus is a rock, the solid rock. And so I put my anchor on that foundation, which is Christ. And so that's what was able to pull me through and get me through those dark and, you know, troubling times during, uh, you know, them days of addiction. Right. Well, and congrats on that because, like I said, I I always tell, like, I grew up when you were growing up, essentially, in terms of because, you know, I was born when you was 19. Right. So I was growing up as you were growing up. So, you know, I seen, you know, all of that stuff. And so, you know, that's, you know, big ups on that, you know, that – and like I said, you've got a lot of people going through. It ain't just you. It's a lot of people that's going through a bunch of trying times, you know, whether it's death in family, right. whether it's financial crisis and everything like that. And it's like if you think that everything you do is on your accord, right? you know, I'm interesting to see what happens, you know, if like you had to record, you know, if you could record people. Follow, have a camera to follow around like reality TV in real life mm -hmm. and see what people would like when you have your missteps how do you get through them I mean who are you what are you channeling right yeah and again you know and I think when people they they focus on something that they seem to think that's greater than themselves and I think that becomes the you know, the thing that they try to latch on to only to, you know, possibly be let down later on in life. You know, God said that he would never leave us or forsake us. And even in those toughest times, when times, you know, and we've all remembered those, uh, that poem, you know, the, the footprints in the sand, you know what I mean? And, and we thought God wasn't there. You know, all of those times we taking those steps, he was like, Lord, where were you at? And he was like, when you didn't, you know, in, in the toughest times, only seen one set of footprints. Mm -hmm. And so it was then that, you know, God says that I carried you. And so God, who was always there, a, a present help in the time of trouble, we have to focus on someone, not a tree or a, a made thing, God is the creator and sustainer of all life and living on this planet. Even though people don't want to recognize that, right. you know, people don't want to acknowledge that because again, you have people who want to dismiss that because they right. have to be accountable to somebody, you know, that's saying, you know, what you're doing is wrong. And if you don't correct it, there's going to be consequences. And so people create different beings, spirituality, uh, you know, different religions right. that separate themselves from a moral and holy and righteous God who's saying, you know, you're all sinners. Everybody's concluded in sin. Everybody. And there's only one way to, to be off from under that is through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so, 
I'm sure there's going to be, we got some other questions that might be getting a little ahead of ourselves. Right. Uh, no, because, I mean, that, that that feeds into it as well in terms of, like I said, these other religions. Like, Regina be watching that show on A&E uh, with Leah Remini uh, oh, about Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. yeah, so I'll be looking at all these crazy, these religions. And, like I said, they... Yeah, everybody's entitled to their opinion. People are going, uh, why is Scientology crazy, but Christianity isn't? Whatever. Right. You know, but all of this stuff is man-made, and they were talking about these different levels of steps. And I don't understand how people misinterpret the Bible to make it something. Like, we're all reading the same thing. Right. I guess it's like that telephone game that you would play in elementary school. <laughs> Teachers say one thing, and then by the time they get to the last person, it's right. going to completely change. Exactly. Do you find that like that in in the Bible with these other religions? Well, yeah, and that's a, that's a great question. You know, every cult that has been started it pretty much is a – misrepresentation of some scripture that's been taken out of context. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get a lot of uh, religions and things that are started because, you know, they misinterpret what the Bible is actually saying and what the Bible actually means. You know, that all began, you know, from the beginning. You know, when Satan had Adam and Eve question the word of God. And so... From that beginning, Satan has always had men throughout time and, you know, throughout all of this, you know, time and existence here on earth is to question the authority of God. And that's exactly what he did with Adam and Eve in the garden. God told them one thing, but then he came to Eve and said, did God really say, did God really say that? So now she's thinking, wait a minute, you know, maybe God didn't say that. You know, God never told her not to touch it. You know, he said, don't eat it. So Satan said, well, you know, he said, don't touch it or you will surely die. You know, and so again, misconstruing the word of God, getting, you know, people to question is God as righteous as he is or am i as bad as he really says that i am right and so that's the, that's that becomes a misconception yeah and like i said i think we was talking about it before how the devil also causes the confusion of you know having people think one way versus you know another you know he he draws people in by confu by confusion so it's pitting you against me or your religion against my religion. My religion is better than, you know, that religion. So it's to cause confusion to keep it off the main focal point, which is, you know, Jesus Christ. Um, now, even in terms of with these different uh, religions. Okay. Well, you know, the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. So whenever this confusion is coming in, it's mainly because that's right. Satan wants to keep people's minds confused. You know, the Bible says that if the gospel be hid, it is hidden to those who, 
you know, whose eyes have been blinded by the God of this world. And so, you know, he's all about confusion and, and uh, distraction, you know, and if he can get you to be confused and distracted, then you won't focus on the word of God in its entirety. So what do we say to the people who always say like, oh, you know, God created man in his image. You know, God loves everybody. You know, why is he trying to keep some people in the dark? Why is he trying to keep some people confused? Well, it's not God so much as keeping people confused or in the dark. Is that man, when man sinned, you know, at the beginning, when man sinned, the whole human race was to, you know, their lot in life was to die and, you know, go to hell. They had no other choice because we were all sinners, you know, bound up in the loins of Adam. And so when Adam and Eve sinned, the whole human race sinned because his seed at that point was cursed. Every every living person from that point on would be condemned to sin, I mean, you know, to death and uh, and to hell. Right, so, but in terms of that, like I said, even though we were all, all sin, all sinners, you know, even still at the end of the times, everybody won't go to heaven. Right. You know, so in that regard, why is God not saving, trying to save everybody? You know, because he loves everybody. Well, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so God in his sovereignty, and it's by grace that we've been saved. Anybody that will be saved is by the grace of God because he chose us from the foundation of the world. Now, again, that question would come up, then why didn't God choose me? Right. right. How do you know? You don't know if God chose you. See, that's that's I think what people where people actually kind of miss that whole thing and say, "Well, well why didn't God choose me? How you know? You're not dead yet." So even if you're you living in a lifestyle that might be in opposition to God, at this present time, who knows? You could be saved before you die. And so we don't know the choice, but God does. And so that's the thing where people kind of get threw off to the point where they think, well, something is unfair. And we basing fairness and unfairness on our own standard, but God, that his choice might be sovereign, he makes the choice based on his own sovereign will. Mm-hmm. And and who could, you know, who can question God? Who who is who is God's counsel? Who who does God go to and say, "Well, hey, what do you think about this?" Right. God, he don't need nobody for that. Right. So then, like I said, another one of the questions you get out is, you know, if God created all things, why did he create this evil presence of the devil because in the beginning lucifer was an angel he was god's most perfect angel and you know god knows all things and all knowing how did 
why didn't he see the devil happen and why did he let the devil take a reign over like that over man right it wasn't that he didn't see that it was like you know what satan what lucifer did before he became an adversary did not catch god off guard so god didn't say well wait a minute how did that happen god gave lucifer a will just like everybody else and so when lucifer says i will ascend into the most high and and you know his whole deal was to take over the throne of god and so what i what i'm trying to find here mm-hmm. is in the scriptures where when satan lucifer made this claim to try to overthrow the throne of god so just make sure dad like i said you just mentioned the book that we're reading out of yeah we'll be reading out of isaiah chapter 14 in verse 12 and it says how art thou fallen from heaven o lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations so just oh i'm sorry for thou hast said in thine heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high so here was lucifer he was made to praise god but now he's saying in his heart i will be like the most high i don't want to give god the glory anymore i want the glory for myself and so that's when the sin entered into him and he became satan You know, he was Lucifer. God created him perfect. So are you saying that God gave him free will to decide and choose between, you know, his love for him or his love for himself? Right. And and I believe even the same thing even with us. And I think, man, you did have this conversation before. If you make somebody love you, do they really love you? Or are you making them love you? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just like, you know, and I know I'm not likening God to to me by no means, but I'm saying if I if I was to force my kids to love me, mm-hmm. do you think they would love me? You think y'all mm-hmm. would love me willfully right. or forcefully? Right. And if and if it's that way, then it's not love. Right. Yeah. And like I said, it, it we did talk about that in regards to uh you know that forcible love and which like i said we we god is love so right. if i got to force you to love me or force you to follow me how is that going to work you know how does that work what does that look like you know for somebody just to force you i mean you see it just like i said in comparing it to you know a man's situation is just you know you got prostitutes and pimps you got, you know, people following behind the pastor and not really looking to the pastor as the, the leader versus actually looking to God. You see these steps of following. So when these people fall 
on a human level, you put all your eggs in one basket, so to right. speak. And so when these people fall, you're like, oh, man, you know, forget religion. You know, this pastor done this, knowing that this person is human just like we are. But like you said, I guess that's the simplest way that you can put it in terms of if God, is it really love if I got to force you to love? Right. And so in Ezekiel chapter 28 in verse 11, this was a uh, the prophet of God speaking about the king of Tyre. However, it had a, a twofold message. And it says, starts in verse 11. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, raise a lamentation over the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the signet of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, sardis, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, emerald, and carbuncle, and crafted in gold were your settings and your engravings. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. You were an anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. You were on the holy mountain of God, in the midst of the stones of fire you walked. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned. So I cast you out as a profane thing from the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O guardian cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. And so basically this was God talking about Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer, you were perfect. You were created, you know, perfect in the Garden of Eden until you know, unrighteousness was found in you. You decided that, no, no longer did I want to give praise, honor, and glory to God. I wanted those things for, for myself. And so Lucifer, you know, he, he had a choice, and he made the wrong choice. All right. Now, so another question we I get and I see is like, you know, there's so many different religions. You know, you got uh, Judaism, you got uh, Catholic, Islam, Islam, you know. Buddhism, Hinduism. Right. How, how are there so many different religions and and what's caused those different religions? Like where are they, where are they spawn from? Because I know Catholic, they, who do they, what do they worship in Catholic? Well, they they claim to worship Jesus Christ, but yet and still, most of their veneration is towards Mary. Okay. And so, uh, you know, you have, you know, all of these Holy Mary, Mother of God. It, it's almost as if, you know, Jesus is too stern, so let's talk to Mary and have her speak to him mm-hmm. for us on our behalf. And so the Bible says any 
sacrifice men offer to idols. They offer to demons. And so you have all of these, you know, in that particular religion, they don't want to look at it like that, but it's idol worship. They worship statues and, and, and saints and, you know, different type of religious symbols and symbolism, and they worship idols. Yeah, because my grandfather, not to cut you off, but my grandfather used to tell me, you know, how can you respect a, a religion that you confess your sins to another man? Like they go have, when they go, right? what's that thing? Confessionals. Right. When they yeah, go have the confessions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, say seven Hail Marys and you'll be forgiven. Right. Say 20 Hail Marys and you're forgiven. Right. It's like, I don't understand. I don't get that. Well, see, they kind of feel like they get their authority from when Jesus told Peter, you know, whatever you bind on heaven, you know, bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. So it's almost like Peter has this utmost authority uh, to where they feel like, well, Peter, he got the keys to the kingdom. Mm. And so... You know, as, you know, priests that you can almost, you know, tell somebody, okay, your sins be forgiven of you, and that's it. Well, there's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Jesus Christ. And so there's no other mediator that we need to go to. There's no other person that we need to go to uh, in in Hebrews, it says we can boldly go before the throne of God. We can boldly come and, and confess our sins before God. You know, if you come in, in spirit and in truth, you know, because God is looking for those such worshipers, you know, God will, will hear your, you know, hear your plea. Because Jesus, his death on the cross gave us access to the throne of God. Yeah. Now, what about Muslim? Because I know Muslim, they look at, they don't even look at recognize Jesus. Right. You know, but again, that there, that's a, another, you know, aspect where they feel as if, you know, Jesus is just a prophet. He mm-hmm. was a, he was a prophet. But how can, how can a man be a prophet? If he's a liar. So if he's not who he says he is, right. then how are you going to, you know, still say, oh, he's a good prophet? How can he be a good prophet if you would feel like as if he's a liar? Right. If he's saying, I'm the son of God, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. And if they say, well, no, that's not true, then how, if then he's lying then. Right. And so if you're saying he's a liar, but he's a prophet, then what kind of prophet is right. is a liar? Okay, right, exactly. Okay, I'm saying, yeah, this week, you know, y'all going to be able to eat these 100 fishes, but I'm still away to life and the truth. Right. But one part of that is true, and the other part is like, all right, man, you got to get out of here with that. You're right. So yeah. how? Yeah, right. You know, he's either who he claim he is, or he's a lunatic and a liar. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that's the other part of it 
that we run into, you know, you got, okay, you know, I'm worship this religion. This is because of this. And so many times people have tried to, uh, you know, debunk the Bible and kind of, um, call a, you know, say the Bible was filled with lies and different things like that, but no one has concrete proof on anything like these other religions. Right. You know? Well, I mean, you know what? Again, you know, Satan will have men question the the authority of God's word, the inerrant word of God, and so. Satan did that from the beginning, and it's continuing even to this day. And so every religion other than Christianity is man's attempt to please God their own way. Cain tried to do the same thing in the beginning. Cain and Abel. God showed them the pattern of what he would accept. There, he would accept a substitutionary death. He showed Adam and Eve that by slaying two animals to cover them with skins when they tried to cover themselves with fig leaves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hear it again. Man trying to make their own way, make their own covering. God showed them without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And so... By sacrificing those two animals to cover them, he let them know that I would accept a substitute on your behalf. And, also, and then Jesus became that substitute for man, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. And so Jesus became that substitute. Every other religion is man's attempt to please God in their own way. Right. right. Now... With we've seen it now, like this is just another shooting at the school in California, mm. and then you know you had the shooting at the church down in Texas, right? And you got a bunch of people, you know, questioning God's presence, you know, nowadays, right? Right? Uh, you know, everybody like, oh, how can God let you know somebody come in his own house and shoot up stuff? You know, you hear all of this crazy. It's crazy talk, and I want to know why do you think there's so many people questioning God's presence nowadays? Well, again, we we're 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 living in these we are living definitely in these last days, you know, where you know men want to hear what they want to hear. They got itching ears. They want to hear, you know, they don't want to hear what thus saith the Lord. They want to hear. The, the exciting things about, you know, the, the signs and wonders. They want to see things happen because, you know, and Jesus said even in his day, an evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. So everybody wants, you know, oh, show me, you know, I want to see, you know, if, if you God, you know, they were telling Jesus when he was on the cross, if you God, you know, just get down off the cross and we believe you. Yeah. Well, no, you didn't believe me when, the works that I did right in front of you, you know, you know, feeding the, uh, the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. No, you didn't believe that. But now you're saying, oh, you know, just show us, you know, you just get down off the cross and we'll believe you. You know, we'll just get down. No, see, everybody wants 
to to bring God down to to their, their own level. level. Yeah. And 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 God is is not like man. You know, uh God is not like man. You know, he, he says my ways are higher than your ways. And so we have to stop trying to bring God down to our level and we need to be seeking to reach God where he is. Right. Or right, so like I said, I for this episode I wanted to be more or less about you know answering some questions that we may have you know from some of our audience and some of our listeners in regards to Christ because it's a bunch it's always going to be questions because it is something unseen you know like you said people on a human level want to be able to see touch feel things they can't have a you know esoteric esoteric attachment to something they want to be able to feel it and touch it and things like that so right. i uh wanted this episode to be kind of like i said the starting point to kind of where we're going to be going you know with this podcast uh, for anybody out there who doesn't have a relationship with god or know god how can we describe who god is to those people who god, is god it says in John chapter 4 that God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and so God is transcendent he's above all his ways are higher than ours but Romans 10 9 and 10 says if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so we have to come to God realizing that we're sinners in need of a Savior. Most people don't think that they need to be saved. And so... You know, you're saying you need to, you know, save. Why? And for what reason? What have I done? I've never killed anybody. I never, you know, stole. I never did this. Whatever thing that they may name, not realizing that it's not by, you know, any act that you've done that you've been alienated from God. It's because of your sin sin nature. And only God can change that nature. Yeah. So in closing, you know, that I, like I said, just wanted to touch the people in a way, like I said, I don't think uh, there isn't a podcast out here like this where, you know, we're having these conversations uh, and intertwining our real life situations and uh, utilizing the Bible as the focal point of it Uh, i think you got a bunch of different religious podcasts out there Hmm. but just kind of making it so to where you know we're not really preaching anybody we're just trying to apply it to everyday life and i think that's the most important thing this is our kind of our way of uh you know of getting out there and reaching people to be able to uh get god's message out there so all the glory you know to god you know, allow us to decrease and allow him to increase. And uh, but I just want to close on that note. Uh, also, you know, if you got any questions on anything in regards to our podcast, if you want to make a, 
uh, statement. Uh, you know, if you want to give us a shout out, uh, we got our Facebook pages, which is Conversations with the Father. Uh, we're also on Twitter with Convo with the Father, at Convo with the Father. So if you just want to reach out to us, say what's up, got any questions, any topics for the next episode, please let us know. Any comments? Because I'm sure, you know, there were some things that w- was said that I, I paraphrased, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll definitely in the future have that a uh, little more to the point and, uh, you know, just giving you a, a heads up now. So, I mean, if you got comments, say, oh, no, he, this didn't happen like that. Yeah, well, I, we're taking all comments, criticisms, <laughs> what have you. That, that's right. what it's all about. And so, uh, you know, I may, I may have paraphrased, uh, you know, a thing here too, but my heart, uh, you know, charge it to my head and not my heart. Yeah, so like I said, this is our first podcast, everybody. Like I said, we are super excited about getting this word out there. So forgive us if we aren't as polished on the first one. But we're going to work on this and try to get going, you know, do better in the future. Absolutely. But I appreciate everybody listening. Like I said, hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, Conversations with the Father, at Convo with the Father on Twitter. And God bless. God bless. To God be the glory. Take care. Peace. Peace.